Religiosanity, episode 82. Back with Pastor Andrew. You know, there are many listeners to this podcast that may not be aware that you have your own video series on the Rutgers Presbyterian Church YouTube channel, and it's called Something You Might Not Know About the Bible. And I think a lot of these listeners would be very interested in a lot of those videos that are on that channel, don't you think? That is possible yes uh, it does of course have different format those videos right. are like Shorter. Uh, uh, two to seven minutes maximum i right. think or something like that uh, and and there's yeah. one that you did recently yeah. on the um pre-biblical atonement. day of atonement Yes, yeah, yeah, which yeah, I yeah, found yeah, fascinating. Yeah, yeah. And of course, you know, there is nothing uh, absolutely unique about it. We know uh, across the cultures and across the ages that there has been this kind of uh, need for annual resetting of the society uh, and that kind of uh, religious slash social uh, celebrations mm-hmm. uh, or. Uh, events yeah. where people are trying to reset the society and so uh, and uh, the leadership of the society is involved with that as well we know that for instance either the uh, ceremonially uh, the king would be slapped huh. or deposed for a year or for the duration of that uh, uh, of that uh, holiday uh and and so on and so forth in different cultures it would uh involve different shapes and forms mm-hmm. uh, exactly but so that is going back to the, the the beginning of uh of civilization really but here we have something uh three thousand years uh, yeah. old uh, definitely predating anything in the bible by hundreds of years uh and uh it's uh, an ancient Semitic version of uh, the Day of Atonement, uh, Yom Kippur, yeah. and uh, preserving some other aspects of that, uh, different from, say, uh, Leviticus, uh, where there is that part about those two goats, one offered to uh, Adonai, to Yahweh, and the other one uh, offered to that demonic uh, power of the wilderness uh, called Azazel. Uh, so that's not present in this text, mm-hmm. uh, in Ugarit. Um Here is more like a liturgy of... Uh, resetting the uh, the relationships within the society and uh, um, look searching for forgiveness and re-establishment of integrity within the society Mm -hmm. Uh, and um, annually uh, that's our best take on it, uh, that annually um, they would come together and confess uh, their their sins against each other within the society. Uh, uh, They had ritualized, of course, uh, 
and they were publicly begging forgiveness from a long list of social and national and ethnic groups. Uh, interesting part of this uh, liturgy is that it is uh, also strictly divided uh, in between sons of Ugarit and daughters of Ugarit. Huh. Uh, but otherwise, that liturgy seems to be absolutely identical. Huh. Uh, so it is done on behalf of sons of Ugarit and uh, uh, king and vizier and daughters of Ugarit, including the queen. Mm. And that that is uh, an interesting feature of this. Uh, it yeah. is done with different sacrifices at least six times. So what is the significance of six times? Twice, three times. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, there might be the seventh time uh, for fulfillment of that holy number <laughs> yeah. uh, or something like that. But the text is so damaged uh, that mm -hmm. we are kind of guessing that it was six times, three times for sons of Ugarit and three yeah. times four daughters of Ugarit. And maybe there was the seven time for uh, the entire community, you mm -hmm. know, or uh, something like that. Uh, and uh, they, they were really asking whatever compromise their integrity in relationship with Kowatians and Dadmians and Hurrians and Hittites and Cypriots and Hebrews, most likely, even though it's not certain, and it might be a more like social national grouping, not not proper Hebrews as we know them. Uh, uh, all the subjects, all the poor, all the refugees, uh, offending them by anger and impatience, any transgression, uh, for any missteps in sacrifices or their dues. And this is repeated with different sacrifices uh, of a cow, of a sheep, and of a donkey, mm -hmm. which also makes it kind of interesting because an offering of a donkey makes it very, very unusual. That is mm -hmm. not a normal sacrificial animal. Mm -hmm. um, so and and the, these are the petitions which are being repeated as i said word for word and uh, we talked about those repetitions before if you remember and that the repetition does not necessarily mean that it is coming from different uh, sources right like uh, some theologians thought that if you have dub doublets uh, in in Hebrew Bible that it is coming from different sources. No, repetition can... Uh, here it is a little clearer, of course, uh, because those are really word-for-word -word repetitions within the liturgy, but that is a clear signal that this is important. This is something to be remembered. And by repeating it, uh, I can imagine that anyone attending that uh, ritual well, by the end of that performance, uh, have it quite well uh, imprinted into their brain. Uh, mm -hmm. So, uh, these days, uh, known as a text KTU 140, there is another 
even more damaged piece which seems to be uh, of the same provenance or talking about the same ritual uh, I, I think that it is one uh, KTU 184 uh, but it's even further more broken um, so that's uh, that. That's this uh, day of atonement, and and I find it engaging and meaningful example of what can be done. Yeah, you know, it's true that it is a liturgy, so it is formalized, and uh, you know, people can go through the motions without actually thinking about it, and that is quite likely what happened. Yeah, you know, like with. Uh, any kind of religious or right. social ritual uh, but I still think that some of that will stick yeah some of it will kind of yes. uh, penetrate and will stay with people so that they would remember yes for the next year they here they are starting a new year new civil year yeah with an a at least an attempt to set the their relationships right. Yeah. Why why hasn't this been something that of uh, Christianity has adopted or or, or, or or kept on? You know, I always wondered that. I, I always felt jealous of 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 the, for Yom Kippur. Yeah. Or, uh, we 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 have something of that kind in in our uh, seasons of fasting that'll mm. be advent mm -hmm. and that'll be yeah, lent uh, but uh, having it as an much more concise uh, just one day few days kind of yeah. uh, event would make it more potent I would say yeah. more uh, Powerful, but more powerful. Yeah, and uh, having it associated with the beginning of New Year uh, again makes very good sense. Yeah, uh, when we are looking back and taking an account of our last year and looking and hoping for a better year in front of us, yeah. uh, recognizing that we have a baggage which would be a good idea of unloading and again it can be done in a very superficial way and mm -hmm. just ritualistic way and and so on but i think that by the virtue of saying some things uh people are changed yeah and and uh there 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 is a good reason for that you know we have different annual reports and so on. So while we are doing these annual yes. reports, uh, including this kind of thing into uh, into that uh, ritual, uh, might be a very very good thing. Uh, one thing which comes to me uh, like an uh, example where we do something completely different the, to our own, I would say, detriment, is uh, the State of the Union. Yeah. Uh, speech uh, annual uh, event uh, which uh, has all the dignitaries there just like it is assumed in this uh, but in in our case it is 
self-congratulatory, yeah. uh, boastful, and, and and perhaps uh, drawing the future, you know, bright future in front of us. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm now making it, uh, uh, you know, caricature of that, but, you know, it deserves almost, you know, there is that ritual of standing and clapping and sitting and yeah. standing and clapping and sitting and, yeah. and, and, uh, yeah, 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 you know, and uh, observing the opposition and, you know, how that is done. And, and it is also a ritual. And, and I almost uh, yearn for that being replaced with this 3,000-year ritual. Yeah. That'd be great. <laughs> Which would be, you know, like apologizing whatever we did to Iraqis and Syrians and <laughs> Afghans and, uh, you know, uh, yeah. and, and are uh, not only those whom we impacted negatively, but, you know, to, the, the, to our friends and allies as well. Right. And our enemies. You right. know, because yeah, it, it, we, we, we need to be in, in tension or the, the, there are tensions between the nations and, and, uh, and I, I'm not dismissing them, uh, rivalries and so on, but uh, cleaning the table so that we can have a little sharper and cleaner uh, sight yes. of the reality is, is something we... We owe to ourselves. Yeah, uh, and Ugarit was similar to uh, it, it. It was an um, a big port of that time, so it's an equivalent to Hamburg, you know, or Liverpool or New York, for that matter, mm -hmm. uh, where you have all these peoples <laughs> coming and staying and intermingling, and so. Uh, that that is another aspect of that. That they 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 were uh, an uh, globalized city where late bronze global intermixing happened. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that in one of our earlier podcasts uh, we did. Uh, I, I mentioned how many different languages we have preserved yes. from there, you know, yes. and different kinds of scripts yes. preserved from Ugarit. So uh, something uh, of that is present here in that mm -hmm. list of different nationalities uh, mm -hmm. who were clearly, you know, living side by side and together right. uh, in, in that place. And right. uh, one can easily imagine that they had a reason <laughs> for uh, trying to reset uh, yeah. their relationships yeah. uh, regularly because, you know... I bet you they looked forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. then, they, then, then, then they had a feast because sacrifice also means that, yes, there were some sacrifices which were uh, offered in, uh, in total burning to the deity, but then there were others which were uh, just like a big barbecue. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, part of the animal would be offered to gods and the rest will be eaten communally. Uh. Uh, that was their 
primary meat consumption yeah was yeah. Uh, during the religious during, festivals right the holidays and 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 here we have uh, an example of that yeah, yeah, yeah. you know that, that they have an, a big picnic or a big barbecue yeah uh, where they uh, where they seek uh, reconciliation and yeah, yeah. the realignment of their relationships and uh, well it's so interesting just to think about it like this and to connect back to these ancient people like this and to you know link on similarities and uh, here it is sponsored by religious group mm. you know and now i'm thinking about a parallel say in new york city and we have then uh, Irish parade, uh, yeah. St. Patrick parade, and we have uh, Dominicans having their parade, yeah. and Jamaicans, and then so on. And those are always the those groups. Yeah, you know, often joined by those who love to join them. Yeah, you know, and love the, their festivities. But yeah. uh, some others can be. Uh, not necessarily offended, but their uh, preferences or their way of life can be impinged by mm. some of these festivities. Mm -hmm. But over here, clearly, it is uh, an, an opportunity for all these groups mm -hmm. coming together and is seeking some kind of a reconciliation. Yeah. So I, I find kind of like a deep wisdom behind it. Yes. Uh, Yes, yes, this is what we need to uh, incorporate now. And you could start with you in <laughs> Rutgers Church. We need to do know. this again. Uh, it has to start somewhere. No, that, but I, I, I'm actually thinking of, of, of toning our uh, like first Sunday after New Year. I love this idea. Might be an, a good time to, to just go and, uh, and doing it not like in our annual report uh, yeah. uh, and, and, and so on, more like spiritually. Spiritual. And uh, we do something of that kind on, on the Sunday between the holidays, we call it, between Christmas and New Year. Right, but this would be even better. Yeah. This this kind of like an atonement observance. It has to be atonement. It has to be almost at at atonement observance after, yes. after the new year. Yeah, you know, this the first Sunday in New Year, we are stepping into and yes. and that, and that resembles really uh, the timing of uh, Yom Kippur. Right. Also, and there is a deep wisdom and. Um, it's definitely an interesting inspiration for us maybe this this coming uh, new year. You heard it here first, listeners. We're going to hold Pastor Andrew to this. Remind me, Peter, because, okay. you, you know, things are things are uh, hectic and especially around the uh, around the Christmas holidays. That's right. Uh, you you That's know, right. you have so many different concerts and uh, special observances right. and Christmas drama. And you I'll know, tell you know. what, uh, New Year's resolutions are out. New Year atonement is in. Yes. Boom. And inspired by Semitic people of the pre-biblical pre times, 3,000 years ago. Amazing. Thank you for bringing this to us. Thank you, Peter. Till next time. <laughs>